I know that uh, this is not my strongest uh, skill. Uh, I believe that what uh, has helped me and will keep helping me uh, do my job is uh, uh, my love for organization. In today's podcast, I have a very good friend, Dimitri Vakrinos. You may know him as Vakri. We collaborate in a project uh, for Netflix. So maybe you have seen this project. Um, and we talk about the circumstances in nowadays, uh, the lockdown. And in those days, we see an increase of people working from home. And you can get tips uh, on how to get motivated, stay focused, uh, adapt to the situation and how to work from home in general. We also talk about clients and internally how to stay positive and motivated. Enjoy. Welcome to the fifth podcast. Uh, I have with me Dimitris Vakrinos or Vakri. Oh, what's nice. up, man? <laughs> Hello. So Dimitris is a graphic designer. We work together. We collaborate on Netflix. Um, if you know about this um, project, you can check it out on my Behance page. I will have the link in the description. And he's also a photographer. He's a co-owner of uh, Photo Contest, the biggest uh, photographic community in Greece. Yeah, but I used to be a photographer. He used to be a photographer. <laughs> he wants to be a UX designer. Oh, nice. And... You can tell more about me. <laughs> what else? Go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I used to be a photographer. Uh, obviously, I still have the skills to be a photographer, but I prefer to... Um, uh, to make a change in my career and mm -hmm. uh, become a UI UX designer because it's the part of the design that I, I really like the most. Uh, and it's something that I didn't have many opportunities in the past to do. So in order to earn some more free time to get closer to this, I decided to stop um, every project that has to do with photography. Which something I started uh, some years ago in order to to gain more experience to to have some more projects because mm -hmm. uh, most of the times um, I combined projects that uh, had to do with graphic design and photography together. So if I have uh, a client that wants uh, to have a branding identity, for example, design. Uh, I can give him also the photography part mm. or the um, or the website part. Mm -hmm. So this is how I started. This was my my strong uh, point that I could offer the client a, a big variety mm. of services. Yeah, there are not a lot of people that can do and photography and the design and the side so yeah pretty cool <laughs> thanks uh also mugs by the way <laughs> i have jungle ball <laughs> team cup <laughs> he has like uh 20 <laughs> mugs of uh, anime and stuff <laughs> um 
the signature question of this podcast is what is your distance from your destination meaning what is your goal and how far do you think you are right now to get there mm, to be honest i'm not sure what my destination want to be it could be a small uh, goal for this year for this month <laughs> oh it could be everything <laughs> yeah what is your goal right now <laughs> uh, my goal right now is to become a ui ux designer And cool. by saying this, I mean to um, handle more projects on uh, UI and UX position. Um, but if I could set a long-term goal, that would be combine um, all the skills that I have in mm -hmm. one small company. I don't know, maybe mm. if uh, not company, maybe I could have some uh, partners that I have chosen personally that could handle my the projects that I have and I could share them the, their positions that what they have to do each one will have a specific uh, skill yeah <laughs> why not <laughs> I in general I prefer being a generalist mm. this is how we, we say this right <laughs> yeah, we disagree on that. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer being a generalist more than focusing on uh, mm. a, a specific section of uh, graphic design. Um, and the reason is because um, I'm a multitasker, so mm -hmm. I prefer being able to do a lot of uh, different tasks at the same time. For example, when i have uh, four or five ongoing projects i never work uh, each day on one mm -hmm. uh, i prefer working uh, all of the projects at the same day um, by sharing uh, my time uh, between the the projects for example i start with a project i spent even 10 minutes on this and um, if i see that it's rolling I keep on. Otherwise, uh, I stop with this project. I start a different one, and this is how my day goes. Okay, so you can switch between the yep. tasks. Cool. But if you get uh, only UX design projects uh, later on, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe because uh, I don't have right now UI and UX design project projects. I think that I could spend more time on it because, as I said, it's what I like the most. So I don't mind spending more time specific on this. Okay, cool. Maybe later I could try combine it with something else. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're going to get back to this. Um, actually, uh, right now there is this... Um, quarantine going on and the lockdown uh, we have like two and a half meters uh, distance exactly right two <laughs> exactly two, two meters okay. yeah. the table is two meters so <laughs> we are okay <laughs> um, but what i want to say is that a lot of people right now are working from home because because of the circumstances they need to and i thought that you are the perfect person to tell me about how to work from home because you are doing it for a long time now and you love doing it from home yeah. and you love being home. Yeah. <laughs> so you're the perfect person to talk about this. Um, yeah, actually, let's start with uh, maybe your day. Um, what is a 
what's a typical uh, day, your typical routine uh, here? Mm, that's a tricky question because I don't have a typical day. Each day is a different day. Uh, and you know, each day is Saturday. <laughs> that's an inside joke we have with Christos. <laughs> that every day it's Saturday for us that we are freelancers because nothing changes. Yeah, every day is Saturday and every day is Monday. <laughs> Actually, I'm seeing a lot of people right now uh, posting uh, things like this, like what what day is it? Yeah. Or so now everyone get gets <laughs> the joke. We were doing these jokes before, long before the quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> so um, as I said, there's no such thing as a typical day for me because, um, for example, I don't have a specific uh, time that I wake up. Most of the times it's uh, around 10, 10.30, something like this, because I'm a morning person and I would prefer to wake up at 7, for example. Mm -hmm. But um, <clears throat> when you have to work until uh, 4 a.m., it's really not easy to wake mm -hmm. up at 7. So I try to wake up at 10, 10.30. Uh, and honestly, I decide What I, ha what I want to do and not what mm -hmm. I have to do mm -hmm. because uh, I plan my schedule um, ahead. So I don't have uh, uh, really strict deadlines. So every day I have the privilege to choose what project I want to do. So my day goes like this. I wake up, uh, make breakfast, have breakfast. Um, start working on on the project I believe it's the most interesting for me at the at that time and then maybe I stop and watch a TV show or uh, play some games some video games um, you know I, I don't have any <laughs> a specific <laughs> schedule yeah, yeah it's from uh, 10 in the morning until four after midnight mm-hmm It's the same thing for me. I have uh, a lot of tasks that I switch between them and do whatever I want at, at that time and uh, keeping in mind that um, only the deadlines. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, do you set an alarm at 10, 10 and a half nope. or you just wake up? <laughs> no. Nope. Okay. Because I have an alarm exactly at 10 a.m. <laughs> Okay. So I want to wake up exactly. I'm trying to wake up exactly at the same time every day. Why? So I think that it keeps me more on track every day and be able to follow my the things that I want to do. Okay. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Yeah, if we go to sleep for 4 a.m. or 5 a.m., yeah. <laughs> I need to wake up at 10. And yeah, I don't know. I, it feels better for me because then if you wake up some days at 12 uh, and some days at 10, uh, it's messing up my day. I don't know. Uh -huh. <laughs> The days I wake up later, I feel that I lost the, the whole the day. entire day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have um, specific hours that you work or, I mean, okay, you work um, in the project that you like to work today, but do you say I'm going to work from two, uh, from 12 to two and then eight? No, or never. it's like, never. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My program is totally uh, custom. Mm -hmm. uh, why? <laughs> uh, because uh, I think that's uh, what suits me the most uh, 
some other person could say that uh, I can handle this uh, this schedule. I would prefer to do uh, to control myself and do and say that uh, from 12 until uh, 3, for example, I would do this project. Then I will stop for half an hour, then keep on with the other project. Uh, this, uh, this can't work with me because, um, especially in our uh, job, you need to be more creative, have imagination, and most of the projects demand um, uh, being able to express yourself. So if you force yourself to be expressed at, at a specific hour, most of the times won't work. So in a, any other job, maybe that could work, mm -hmm. but uh, in our um, field and with my personality, I don't think I could mm. do this. Okay. And I think that most of the times uh, when you take a break, uh, mm -hmm. you could um, do something that will give you inspiration to, mm -hmm. to combine it with the project you will do next. Mm. Okay. So for the two last months, I think I'm forcing myself a little bit to work in specific hours, even if I don't have uh, inspiration. Usually I do the jobs that don't, don't require inspiration. It's more like technical things, just okay. the things you need to do. Uh, and I usually work in 90 minutes uh, timers. <laughs> so yeah, I will work in 90 minutes and then take a break. And then again, so maybe that's some... why you don't answer my messages. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So I work in ninety minutes uh, timers, and when I do that, I close my uh, Wi-Fi on my <laughs> mobile. I log out from uh, Facebook. I close my browsers. So a lot of times, the media is gonna contact me, and I'm not answering back until I'm finished because I'm not seeing it. <laughs> and he's wondering why. This is why. <laughs> so right now, um, for the people that are watching this video or listening to the podcast, there are probably um, two categories. One, they're, they want to be freelancers, maybe they work for a company and they want to start working from home. And the other uh, maybe is the people that are forced to work from home due to the quarantine and all the stuff. So let's start with the first one for the people that want to be a freelancer, that want to um, start working from home. Do you have any tips, any Tricks. <laughs> mm, tips and tricks. Um, maybe if you want to work from home, first of all, you need to... Okay, you are familiar with, uh, with your home, obviously, but uh, you need to set your workspace. Like um, if you were in an office, you would probably bring uh, to work some personal stuff to decorate your office or mm -hmm. anything like this. So if you work from home, it's even easier to do this. So if you, if you feel very comfortable with your, with your workspace, I think it's, this is the first, uh, the mm -hmm. first step, the first tip. One other important tip. Mm, I think would be to being able to control yourself. 
because many people can't work as a freelancers because they think that okay i'll be at home why work why not do some some other stuff why not watch tv i don't know uh, and this is a conversation i've had in the past many times with a lot of friends um, that they tell me how are you able to work from home um, how are you able to control yourself um, and not do something uh, else and the answer i always give is that first of all i love my work so even if you give me the choice to do anything i would choose to work so um this is easy for me but if you don't love your work so much but you still want to be a freelancer um one solution could be what you said before have specific hours to work or but I think it's more on your personality to being able to control yourself. Um, it's not, it doesn't depend on the work you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that it's not for everyone, yeah. freelancing. So yes, definitely. Also, because I'm an introvert, it's mm -hmm. really easy to, to do this because uh, I don't have the need to talk with people uh, because many would say that, uh, how could you work alone Uh, how could uh, spend your day without uh, seeing others, talking to others? It's impossible. And it's really easier this way for me. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, for me also. <laughs> I think we are very lucky about this thing because actually nothing changed uh, with the guarantee um, for our work. We still do the same thing. <laughs> I know for people that are not like this, that are extroverts. extrovert yeah how could they because now they're forced i'm going to the second category yeah. the people that are forced to work from home right now and they maybe don't really like it what they could do in order to ease the pain and <laughs> go through this until they go back to work i really don't know <laughs> <laughs> i'm not able to think as an extrovert it's really difficult mm. because I can understand why they, okay, I can understand why they need to communicate more with other people, but I don't know. I think it's really easy to find some time for yourself because this situation gives you the opportunity to, to focus more on yourself, on mm -hmm. uh, your thinking, uh, your beliefs, maybe, I don't know. So I think that even the extroverts should, uh, should benefit from this situation and not see this as an as a negative outcome mm -hmm. uh, about but about working from home because maybe they prefer to talk uh, to other persons and being face to face when they need something from someone else i think the, that the only solution would be to communicate more with the in the digital ways with uh, web webcam, uh, video calls, uh, constant calls all the time. If they want, maybe they could have a group chat and talk all the time. I don't know mm -hmm. <laughs> how they want to express themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They can use technology <laughs> yeah. in order to get through this. Um, I'm going back to the thing that you said. Uh, 
that when you work from home, um, you had a lot of distractions. And I think it's one of the biggest problems in the freelance world, because when I was working in a company, uh, it's way easier to separate the space. Like I'm getting in the building, this is work. I'm getting off the building, I'm getting back home. Now it's a relaxation time, I can do whatever yeah. I want. It's the fun time. But when you're in the same exact space uh, and you need to do work and the rest of your life, um, and maybe you're in a small apartment, so it's exactly the same space, um, you find a lot of distractions, you find um, ways to procrastinate more because okay in work you have social media but at home you have to you know tidy up the room clean up <laughs> yeah. cook or whatever um any thoughts on this on how you can balance the the life and work in the same space uh um, that's a really tough question but i think that uh, at least in our field the more creative persons um, uh, could easily use these distractions uh, as a source of uh, imagination because uh, nothing is a distraction if you're a creative person. Everything around you could be used as a, as a creative idea. Mm -hmm. You know, we used to walk in the streets and um, we that we are designers and we work a lot with typography. We constantly take a look at the signs or um, everything that has letters mm -hmm. and uh, we, we like to criticize these uh, letters. Uh, why he used this? I don't know. It's <laughs> awful. Uh, so I guess that uh, everything could be um, a source of inspiration. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no distractions. But uh, for, for the other people that uh, don't have uh, such creative jobs, Maybe, first of all, sure, surely they could uh, limit the distractions. For example, if they find out what really distra uh, distracts them, they could uh, easily remove it. For example, it's your television, it's your, your need to watch the next episode of your favorite TV show, mm -hmm. okay. Uh, sign out your profile i don't know don't watch it plug yeah. uh, unplug your tv i don't know yeah i think i have a tip for this one oh um so for me the the thing that you said before um for example cleaning up it helps me i cannot have a messed up uh, desk and work i need to be exactly as i want to be and clean yeah um but then Maybe sometimes when you don't really want to work and you are distracted, you clean more than you should. <laughs> so the whole day goes like this. Um, but about distractions, I completely agree. Uh, maybe log out from social media or whatever it is. Um, I found out that one thing that you could do is make harder to get to the distractions and make it easier to the things that you want. So if you're watching TV all the time, you can take the batteries out of the remote and put the remote <laughs> in a, I don't know, somewhere else. So you need to go there, take a remote, put the batteries and open the TV. So it's oh, nice. harder to do it. Yeah. Um, but if you have like your graphic tablet all the time in front of you, 
uh, ready to go, it's easier to start immediately drawing. And I remember I, I don't like to have a lot of dust on my <laughs> tablet, so I was keeping it underneath um, a cloth and have it there. And I found out that now that I have it opened all the time, I use it more. Yeah. Because I don't need to open up and uh, put the clothes out and open it so it's easier. So, I think yeah. these, uh, these tips are what the psychologist gives. For example, oh, okay. <laughs> where, when you need to force yourself and do more exercises mm -hmm. for your body, uh, they say that uh, you should keep the, the organs or the weights, whatever, near you so that when you wake up and you want to do some exercise, it's there. You just grab it and do the exercise. Yeah. If you have it in a closet, mm. you'll never do this. Yeah, you don't actually see it. Yeah. So, yeah. So this is very psychological. Yeah, I didn't know about that. <laughs> cool. Any tips about working in the same space? Like, could you do anything to maybe separate that now here I'm working and or not? I don't know. I'm thinking like, uh, maybe you could have a place to log in on social media, another to work. <laughs> So when you're sitting at your desk, you're not logging in. It's difficult to do, but yeah, stuff I like this. I think this depends on the person. Mm. If someone uh, finds it easier to do this, they should. Yeah, that's a good tip. Separate uh, as a place where you should work and where you should relax or do other stuff. Yeah. yeah, because if you have a bigger house, you can have your desk in a room, your bedroom in another room. You just change rooms and it's like you're going to work. Yeah, exactly. For yeah. But if you are in a studio, it's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think is your unique skill that help you and will help you succeed? Hmm. It's definitely not the design because I know it uh, sounds uh, a little bit oxymorous. Um, I know that uh, this is not my strongest uh, skill. Uh, I believe that what uh, has helped me and will keep helping me uh, do my job is uh, uh, my love for organization. And this is uh, quite simple as it sounds because uh, many people, even designers or not, uh, are having a really hard time um, programming or scheduling their time, their works, their projects and their communication with the clients and everything. But for me, this is the easiest part because uh, I really being organized, you know, having Google Calendar with uh, a lot of um, different uh, tasks and colors to separate them every day, uh, write down everything you have to do, crossing them out. I do all this stuff because I like to do them. And many people think that, oh, why should I do this? I know what I have to do today. I don't want to do this. It's boring. Um, but this really helps you. Um, so I think that graphic design is more about getting the message across and less about being able to design something because if you're if you really have a good uh, hand be a painter i don't know if this is your only skill but i think that design is more about 
um, putting down the, the ingredients. For example, you have to get a certain message across to your client. No, let's set an example. Let's say that the client comes to you and um, gives you the, the image of their company and you want them, they want you to design something that um, will get the message across successfully. So what you have to do is analyze their idea and break apart the, their way of thinking. So then you will uh, re reconstruct these ingredients that the client gave you uh, in a design way that will um, that and create uh, something, a result that uh, everyone that will uh, see the result will get the right message. So if I, if, even if I don't know how to design something, even if I don't uh, draw well, then uh, this isn't um, something that will, uh, I don't know, this isn't a fallback, mm -hmm. is the right word? Yeah. Okay. So I want to say that uh, even if you don't know how to design something uh, by hand or um, even in a program in the computer, um, you still you can still be a designer. Yeah, definitely. I think yet, uh, that it's exactly the opposite. When, you're, when it's not easy for you to do something that everyone is doing, um, in a specific way you find more creative ways to yeah to express it so for sure and i also like to use uh the to-do list and uh trello yeah trello. i don't know what, <laughs> what else uh, you can use i like to have the digital to-do list like trello for our projects for example or the google calendar for the things that you need to do in the day but i also like to have the Right, um, for the, the day. hardened paper, yeah. Yeah, do you I do, do the this? same, yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I have the, the long-term projects on Trello mm -hmm. or uh, Google Calendar, yeah, for whatever I have to do uh, in my program. But uh, every day I wake up, I have mm -hmm. a, a certain calendar on my desk and I write down what I want to do uh, today. So it's more easier to me and it's really... Um, it's a kind of re relief to cross out yeah. your task. <laughs> you feel really good at that yeah, time. It's awesome. So, yeah, completed this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, I just write. Um, I find that the paper, pen and paper, it's um, has two uh, big benefits. The first one is that I can write, write down every, uh, whatever I want, like go buy groceries for example and i don't need to have it on my mind when i'm working and i can check it out okay. later so i can have random thoughts write it down and i know it's there because in trello i have only the projects mm. and again I, ha I can have only the title of the project and i can go to trello and see a more structured things that i need to do and the second one is that it's in front of you it's the same thing we told a little bit earlier earlier with the psychology thing the the digital uh, list 
you need to think about it, that you need to do something and go check it out to see what you have to do. But the paper list, it's in front of you, you seeing it and it reminds you that you need to do something. Mm. So exactly. It's, yeah, it's yeah. more in your face. <laughs> um, I really like that we have the, the same way of organizing our programs. Yeah. yeah. For example, in, uh, our work with Netflix would be impossible without Trello. Yeah. We have a lot of titles and uh, mm -hmm. Trello is really helpful. For those that you don't know, uh, I collaborate with Dimitris for the last two and a half years, I think. Yeah. For Netflix, we are designing titles in different languages. And yeah, continue. <laughs> <laughs> so you, what do you want me to say? Um, so yeah, I, yeah, definitely using Trello and using it in the same way, it's easier because if one wasn't organized at all, it's, it's going to be really hard to organize the other. And it's, I don't know, it's a mess, yeah. <laughs> especially if you have like 20 titles in a day, um, it's hard. Um, so when we started uh, designing in Netflix, d did it change your life in any way? Um, Entirely, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> That's an easy question. The first easy question. Okay, how did it change? <laughs> okay. First of all, my schedule did change uh, entirely because mm -hmm. I said, as I said in the beginning, I'm a morning person. So before Netflix, uh, I used to wake up at seven in the morning and enjoy my day uh, and uh, go to sleep at 11, I don't know, but before midnight for sure. Um, but uh, after Netflix, our program is uh, like you have to work from 6 p.m. until 4 a.m. Mm -hmm. you, you have to do this. You have to be online mm -hmm. in order to answer the, mm -hmm. the messages, the emails, the, communicate with your superiors mm -hmm. and all this. So this really changed the way I see my yeah. day. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, apart from this, uh, it really opened me a new view in our, uh, job because, uh, it's, it was, I think it was the first time, um, I worked with, uh, a client outside of, uh, of Greece. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> so I really, at first it, uh, it was really, um, I felt a little bit anxious to communicate mm. in English mm -hmm. and um, being able to express myself and all my thoughts, my dilemmas, my, I don't know. So at first it was this, but then I, I got used to this and it was really easy. And uh, up until now, I enjoy doing this. Mm -hmm. uh, so. Now I prefer working with uh, clients uh, outside of Greece. It's really easier to communicate. <laughs> I know it sounds strange, <laughs> but um, I have clients in other countries that um, our communication is excellent. Um, and you really can't find this here. I don't know why. Maybe because they think that um, they don't think high of the designers. They think that they are um, a simple uh, 
position. Okay, you're a designer. What you do? You design posters. Ah, so what? Yeah. <laughs> That's what they think in Greece. Okay. Uh, yeah, I remember that when I started, I started um, targeting outside immediately. I wanted a worldwide uh, audience, let's say, or clients. And you wanted to, uh, more local people. And I remember I couldn't exactly um, convince you that it's better. Yeah, <laughs> I remember it. So yeah, at some point you, you changed your mind. Yeah, I, I didn't um, connect it with Netflix, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were right, thank you. <laughs> but do you still uh, continue working with people here uh, locally? I do. Mm -hmm. They they don't uh, have the majority of my of my workload. For example, let's say I have ten ongoing projects. Um, seven of them would be uh, no, three of them would be local clients in Greece, and the rest of them would be worldwide. Uh, but especially uh, with this situation in the lockdown that we have. Uh, I think I have none. <laughs> okay, this, is, have this, was, the, this was the exact ne uh, next question because oh. I want to tell you that we, I feel that we are really lucky to have the benefit working with outside yes, we of are. Greece clients and Netflix because we still have work. And I want to, to ask you how is going with the local clients if you still continue to uh, Theoretically, work. we still, uh, I still have local clients, but... Uh, I can't force them to go on with the project because I know that most people in Greece uh, with this situation have lost their work temporarily. Yeah, everything is paused. Yeah, so I really don't feel like I want to force someone to uh, to pay me if they have, if we are in the state of, we have, let's say we have uh, completed our work and they have to do the payment. I don't feel like uh, well forcing them to do this or even if they I have some clients that I have said a proposal and I'm still waiting uh, for the last two weeks to, to check the proposal and tell me what they think or a demo for a website for example uh, and it was something that uh, before the the lockdown they were really urged to do this. They wanted to proceed uh, uh, sooner. Yeah. So um, I see that they are not so impatient <laughs> with, uh, with the project and I can see why. Yeah, definitely. I don't know what impact this whole thing will have economically for sure. Mm. Uh, and even for us that we work from home, you can see that it's uh, it's affecting because it's affecting us because the clients uh, are posing their uh, projects, of course. Yeah, I don't know how this is gonna end. <laughs> mm, let's hope well. I want you to tell me your um, weird weirdest experience with a client. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdest. Uh, weirdest in what part? Whatever um, you you think it's weird. Like maybe uh, it can be funny. Maybe it's um, I don't know. 
Uh, I will try to avoid this uh, question <laughs> okay. by, because I don't want to be specific, mm. uh, but um, <clears throat> I can see a lot of uh, similarities in the behavior of my clients um, and most of them, all of them are local. <laughs> so uh, I find it weird that um, a lot of clients can't appreciate your the time you spend uh, on the project by doing uh, something. For example, they they ask you for something and uh, you can deliver it uh, immediately because they they want it yesterday. So if you do the work immediately and you ask for uh, a certain amount to for your work, they say, why you you it took you just uh, one hour to do this. Yeah. Why do you charge me for so much? <laughs> uh, and it's really weird because if you don't uh, do this uh, so fast, mm -hmm. they say, oh, you're late and all this. Mm -hmm. So it brings you in a situation, they bring you in a situation that uh, leaves you no choice. So you have to charge more because uh, you, you have the experience that this will happen. So I have encountered a lot of uh, these situations in the past. Um, so this is definitely my, a lot of wired, wired experiences mm. together. And you know, you have, they have this um, answer even if they do like the result. So you're a designer, uh, you, you've been asked to deliver something fast and nice and you do this and they think that uh, you shouldn't charge a lot for this. So you deliver whatever they want, but they still don't want to pay uh, mm. a lot for this. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I think that, uh, yeah, everyone's trying to get a better price, but I get what you're saying that they don't understand um, that the time is not working. Uh, in this way because you are good and you can do it in 10 minutes instead of uh, 10 days and instead of paying you more thinking that they need to pay you more because you deliver it just in 10 minutes they think that you they're less. trying to punish you by paying you less um yeah. for this so i get it yeah <laughs> <laughs> um what is your biggest fear in general yeah I could say spiders, for example. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's not spiders. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I love spiders. Um, my biggest fear. Oh, I thought this was a graphic design conversation podcast. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's about this? Um, it's about you. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Uh, that's a really difficult question. One more time. But um, I'm not sure what my biggest fear is, but uh, I think one of my biggest fears uh, is uh, not to be heard. For example, even though I'm an introvert, um, I really like to be able to express myself to others and uh, gain their interest. So uh, if I could imagine a time that um, I'm isolated like this and um, 
I'm not able to reach someone or um, show someone something and uh, they don't care about it or and this whole situation would make me feel even more isolated. Uh, I think this is quite uh, fearful. Okay. So if you talk to someone but they don't listen, it's the same thing, like they don't agree or... They, not that they don't agree, they have the right not to agree, of course, but um, not pay attention, for example, or uh, don't care. Ah, like ignoring yeah. completely. Yeah, okay. ignorance. Mm. I really hate ignorance. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I think, oh, I've never thought this before. <laughs> uh, I think this is why I can't really ignore others. For example, mm. even if uh, I don't want to talk to someone, uh, it's really hard for me to ignore him. I really like to give the others uh, even some some attention, even uh, even a few, I don't know. But I can't really ignore totally someone. I feel really cruel to do this, and I would uh, wouldn't like to be in their situation. Mm. in their position okay when you said it in the f- the first time i i thought that maybe we are introverted because of that mm. because um when you are extrovert you don't really care i don't know i just assuming um if they will hear you or not uh it doesn't matter you're gonna speak to them anyway but when you're introvert you think more to who and why you will talk yeah in order to be uh, more sure that they will listen i yeah, know exactly <laughs> i'm right. just making yeah. thoughts nice. <laughs> mm. um okay what else <clears throat> i'm going back to the situation that we are in right now with the uh quarantine and the lockdown and things gonna be but probably i don't know things are gonna change in economy and everything um i think we need to stay positive so any tips on staying positive how we can do this i'm not sure if uh, i'm the uh, the right person to do to give these tips because as we said before nothing has changed for us we're freelancers we're working uh, worldwide clients so Yes, but I think that you're a very positive person, yeah. generally. <laughs> so this is why I'm asking this question. Oh. How we can be, in general, positive, not only now. Uh, I think I'm a positive person, a person in general because I prioritize in my mind what really matters. So even something um, bad happens to me, I immediately think that, uh, okay, this maybe isn't important enough, so I shouldn't give this uh, very much of my attention. Mm. And I'm talking about everyday situations. For example, you hold this mug and it falls down and breaks. Okay, I love this mug. I would uh, surely be feel very sad about this, but doesn't change anything. Okay, I will buy another one. I don't know, even if I never, find a new one to buy that's okay nothing uh, seriously has serious has happened so uh, i think that the secret in uh, 
being positive is uh, prioritize uh, what really makes you happy. For example, if it is your work and uh, this situation has uh, currently is currently affecting your uh, your work, uh, this will be difficult. But you need to focus more on uh, on your work. Mm-hmm. If uh, you believe that uh, what makes you happy is uh, your friendships, you should focus on on there. Mm-hmm. So focus on what really matters for you because for every person is this is something really uh, different so what uh, what everything else goes wrong okay it goes wrong but it shouldn't affect you uh, more than mm-hmm. it should yeah for sure so i also like to seeing the positive side of anything that happens about the mug I don't know if you know this because you really like uh, Japanese culture and stuff. So I remember <laughs> that in Japan, when something breaks, I know they put they assemble it back again with gold yeah. to symbolize that now it's even more valuable. More, yeah, because yeah, of right. the breaks. So yeah, oh. <laughs> um, I didn't know you uh, you knew this. <laughs> <laughs> I know stuff <laughs> about Japan. Yes, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Um, yeah, so yeah, even now we can see the positive side, I think, from all of this. Uh, I feel personally that it's like someone gave us extra time. We're always asking to have extra time. It's like someone gave us that extra time to work on ourselves, to work on projects that we love, to self-reflect, I don't know, to learn new skills. Yeah, exactly. So maybe we, if we see it in... In um, this way, you can take advantage of the situation instead of just maybe yeah, complaining. I don't know. That's true. Every situation has its negative and positive uh, side. So I completely agree with this. Um, so in the current situation, as I said before, you shouldn't focus on what goes wrong. You should see this as an opportunity and not a disaster. It's an yeah. opportunity to focus on more on yourself, what uh, maybe uh, explore more um, what you're good at. Um, I see a lot of my friends uh, find out creative ways to express themselves in uh, in home at home, mm. and uh, they do stuff that they wouldn't even think uh, doing before. So um, they really surprise me. Because uh, they are more um, creative person that they that they thought they are. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Uh, I think we are almost to the end. Oh, uh, where people can find you? Uh, I think you have the links in the description below. Yeah. What is the <laughs> best link that you can they can go to? The first one that they should click. Um, I should say my website, but truth is, I haven't updated my website for a while. <laughs> So maybe Instagram. Okay. This sounds doesn't sound very professional. No way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good to me. Um, another thing that I'm doing with every guest is ask him three random fast questions. You can answer them fast and then um, talk more about them, or you can answer them slow. It's about it's. But it's fast questions. Yeah, it's fast questions, not fast answers. But if you want to ask fast. You can. <laughs> so I have to answer fast 
and yeah. then take my time to develop the answer or yeah, do if, everything yeah. fast? I like this, uh, the first one, but okay. you can do whatever you like. <sighs> I'm ready. Okay, first one. Uh, which is your favorite music band? Pink Floyd. That was fast. <laughs> uh, why? Uh, because um, I really like the the sound of uh, their music, even in the earlier years with uh, in the Sid Barrett area era. Sorry, um, and uh, later with David Gilmour, and um, they have. You know, I can give you three different uh, albums to hear and you'll never guess they're the same band. Okay. They're totally different. And I really like um, variety in mm. uh, in my music. Mm. In your music or in general? Because you are a generalist. <laughs> <laughs> in general, mm. really. But the question was about my music. Okay. <laughs> um, so I know you for a lot of time and we spend a lot of hours together working or playing games or whatever. Um, so the second question is, I want you to tell me one thing about you that I definitely don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's... <laughs> Turn off the camera. <laughs> um, okay, that's not a fast answer, I know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I think you know really a lot, many things about me. Uh, okay, uh, I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I never liked graphic design before <laughs> I entered the graphic design school. I can't uh, know it. Uh, I kind so of knew count. it. <laughs> I remember you with um, being more in photography. <laughs> yeah, but even though I I entered the photography school mm -hmm. at the first year, I didn't even attend a class because I didn't like photography as a as a professional. Okay. As a profession. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, and I, I remember. The first year in uh, graphic uh, design school, I was, I really sucked. <laughs> I, think I was an all awful of us. designer. <laughs> no, no, I was way below the average level of the okay. others. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think I have the same opinion for me. Okay, <laughs> I think that I don't know if someone. Right now, after eight years, still thinks that he was so good back then. It means that he didn't improve in the eight yeah. years at he all. Hasn't made any progress. So yeah. So this counts as an answer. I will count it, yes. and I'm happy that I probably know a lot things about you. <laughs> <laughs> if you cannot think of something, so the third one is: What is the simplest advice that you can give, but the hardest to follow? having self-control and self-knowledge because in in your life uh, having uh, self-knowledge is really really difficult B uh, being able to understand uh, what you're good at and what you're not and um, 
and maybe what others think of you because okay it's not important for you know they say you shouldn't care about what others think uh, for you but it's not entirely true because uh, especially in our uh, job you have to be able to persuade the others to hire you or um, buy what you design so you should be able to um, to understand what others are thinking mm-hmm. so being able to understand what others think of you is really really important maybe you choose okay. not to care but you should uh, know yeah Anything that I should have asked you and I didn't? Any tip you want to to give? One more fast question. Uh, should I think one? Yeah, or you should right think now. One? You. Ah, okay. Um, think fast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what is the next place you want to visit outside of Greece? The next outside country. Of Greece. Yep. The next or the most? The 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 place I want to visit the most. Yeah. Most. Yeah. If you could go anywhere. Oh, that's easy. Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of knew this. Japan is my, <laughs> my, I would say that's my dream to okay. visit Japan. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, thank you for being my guest. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> It was pretty awesome. And thank you all of you that you heard or viewed this podcast with us and stayed until the end let me know in the comments what you liked what you didn't like it really helps me uh, improve the next ones and i'll see you in the next one